Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 47. And today we're talking about bucket lists. Now, Jennifer didn't even know what we're talking about today. I've just sprung this topic upon her, but it's interesting to talk about bucket lists and what people have on their lists, why they have it, and often why we haven't done it so far to date. So what I find interesting is that a lot of people out there will have things on a bucket list, things that they'd love to do. You know, if you got diagnosed with something and you had a year to live, then you'd have a vast range of places you want to go, things you want to see, people you want to communicate with, all these kind of things. And yet, while we're in the prime of our health, potentially have the money to do things, we don't seem to tackle any of these things. And I don't understand why we aren't actively tackling these things that we have on our bucket list. So before we dig deeper into this, Jennifer, what kind of things are on your bucket list? What do you have as things that you would like to do that you haven't managed to do so far? I don't think I have a bucket list, actually. Oh, well, that was quick. So, <laughs> um, and actually, in prep for this episode that I knew nothing about, <laughs> Google's a wonderful thing. Um, I think a lot of people on bucket lists, so in general, it tends to be going places or experiencing things so they might want to travel to a particular country or you know ride on a camel or do something like that people seem to have these experiences that actually seem quite ordinary a lot of the time but they've just not made time for and I think it's an interesting concept so obviously it kind of became famous a little bit in the 1990s because people were getting to take breaks from work and retire or you know, they were actually able to maybe have the money more than previous generations. I to travel became travel, more accessible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Ultimately, so whereas historically flights used to be very expensive mm. and also the range of places you could fly to was a little bit more challenging. Maybe yes. you'd have to do hopping from flight to flight to get somewhere. Then over the course of the 90s and beyond, getting directly to places mm. and doing it affordably has just become much easier, much more within reach of a lot of people's budgets. And therefore, you can make things happen. Yeah. And I think on a lot of people's lists, you'll, as I say, you'll find like travel. A lot of people might even say like help other people. So maybe it's something like give up your day job and go and work as a volunteer. It tends to be a lot of just your heart desires, some of those bigger picture desires that you wouldn't want to regret not doing. And bucket lists are such a funny concept. I think everyone does have something off the top of my head. I think I would love to travel more. I don't have any particular destinations in mind, but I want to do that. I also want to our business to give enough away that it really makes a difference as well. So I want our business to grow, but the equal the ripple effect. Have like our life good, but be able to then affect more people with money and time and and the things we do. Like that seems quite a cool thing. Um, and I'd love to also have a book in W. H. Smith. <laughs> I've obviously got books. That I've printed and published but I'd love to actually have one a mainstream one at least that you could go and get in the airport that's one of the things definitely so I think that there's two types of things that can be on your bucket list there's those things that are obtainable through just some discipline and some focus maybe some saving up and just making something a bit of a priority and attention and then there are other things which will take time and various elements of it are out with your own control so for example in in your version of um, wanting a book in the airport 
you can work towards some of that, but also some elements of that are outside of your control. Whereas anything involving travel is purely around what attention you want to give that as far as your budgeting and your time. Now, the reason I think that bucket lists are important to look at is I believe that if you're not able to discipline and focus yourself to make things on a bucket list happen that aren't time sensitive, Mm. then you're probably not going to be in a position to make that time and effort to do those things which are less tangible Mm -hmm. to move you forward and obtain those things and achievements and progression in your life Mm -hmm. that you are looking for. If you can't say, you know what, I wanted to see the pyramids in Egypt Mm -hmm. and save up for that and focus on that and put that as a priority, then I think you'd also struggle to make time and effort on a side hustle. Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. a side hustle for a lot of people, we've spoken about side hustles and bringing in separate income and things over multiple podcasts and also you talk about it on your YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, and myself included for a very long period of time, if someone said, oh, just start a side hustle, you know, put a few hours into it here and there, I'd be saying, well, I'm willing to put the time in, mm-hmm. but I don't know where I'm putting my time. Mm-hmm. I've got no idea what I can do, what I should do, what might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that can be a challenge, I think, for a lot of people, mm-hmm. not having direction for your energy. Right. Whereas I see a bucket list as far easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to go and see those pyramids, you just have to work out how much time you want to spend there mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. booking that holiday with work. And then you need to work out how much it's going to cost yep. and save up for it and make it priority. Exactly, yep. So in many ways, that's significantly easier than doing something as a side hustle. Mm-hmm. But it still takes the same sort of discipline, but at least you've got a direction for that discipline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what it takes and it's just a matter of being consistent especially if it's putting money by, Mm. just being consistent for a period of time until you save up enough money to make it happen. So I don't understand why so many people don't tackle the bucket lists. Mm. But is it not more that it's just the desires? So a bucket list is obviously just this long list, you know, that you want to achieve. Is it not just really just saying to yourself, I deserve to achieve the things that I want, I feel great about that. I can see myself getting a lot of joy and satisfaction from. It isn't about having this list that I can tick it off. It's like, well, what am I capable of? And a lot of people actually, do want to I tick off a bucket yeah. list. So I think it's also a balance. Sometimes we misdefine things. So sometimes we can say, oh, you know what, this is on my bucket list. Mm. But actually, in my head, a bucket list is a must-do. It's important to me. I feel a resonance with it, Mm -hmm. and I really want to make it happen, Mm -hmm. versus a Mm nice-to-do. So, for example, for me, I would like to do a skydive, Mm -hmm. but if I have to travel somewhere really far away Mm -hmm. and pay an extortionate amount of money for it, I'm not going to do it. Right. So, for me, it's a want-to-do out of convenience rather than a want to do mm-hmm. as I would sacrifice a lot of money and time and effort to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And in my head, the bucket list that I'm thinking in my head 
is the one where it's actually important to you, where you have some kind of link to wanting to do that Mm -hmm. in your head or in your soul. Absolutely, that strong desire. Exactly, that strong desire. So if you want to walk the Great Wall of China Mm -hmm. because you feel it might be maybe some kind of spiritual journey for you or whatever it happens to be, that moves from a nice to do to I really want to do it. And those are the ones, those are the big ones. And some people will have it where maybe it will help them overcome a fear. Mm -hmm, They feel mm -hmm. like if I can do a skydive or a bungee jump, that's me taking control of an element of my life where maybe I've had fears of this or that Mm -hmm. and I want to overcome that and this is my method of doing it. Or I want to go and see some um, dolphins. Yeah. And therefore, I'm going to go on a boat at some point and do that Mm -hmm. because I feel a particular peace and resonance with that. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why those ones... Right. Like defining what's important versus what's yeah. nice to do. Yeah. And then the important ones. Why aren't we focusing on them or why aren't we working to make them happen? Mm, exactly. And I think that bucket list is actually you tapping into the desires and things that do make you happy, right? It's nurturing these talents and skills that you have the things that you know would light you up and a little bit putting the fun and creativity of the world I don't know if you've maybe if you've got children or you've got nieces or nephews if you're listening you'll see that kids seem to involve the whole space that they're in wherever they are so we have two young boys they're both under the age of eight and our littlest one he's four and honestly he's upside down he's running from one end of the room to the other he engulfs the whole space that he's in at one time and when he wakes up in the morning he's bouncing he's got a book out he's wanting to talk to you and have a big chat and everything um and it's and it's maybe that childlike nature of, oh, there's this whole expanse that I can now do. Where can I take myself? What can I do? How can I interact with the world and get that that alive feeling? So should we be creating a bucket list then? Is that what you're saying, that you actually think that this should be a goal for us as part of, of just exploring what feels good to us in life? I'm more focused on getting things done. <laughs> so it's not about whether you should or shouldn't have a bucket list, but if you have them, so many people are waiting for one day Mm. you know one day Mm. when i win lottery one day when the kids move out one Mm. day when i can change my job when i can afford to do this whatever too many one days live Mm. in our lives and restrict us Mm -hmm. if we allowed this one day to actually occur before Mm. we did anything Mm -hmm. virtually no one would have kids no one would move out from their parents' house. Right. People wouldn't get married or form long-standing relationships. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't buy a TV because a new <laughs> one's coming out next year and next year and next year. Yeah. You wouldn't do anything if you're yeah. waiting for this one day that everything was perfectly aligned and you were most prepared and ready mentally, emotionally, financially. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get anything done. Mm-hmm. So my call to action is actually to work out what it takes Mm. and then to actually begin the process Mm -hmm. of making it happen. Mm. Make your bucket list a priority. Work out what you can do to tick off one, two, all of the things. Mm -hmm. Maybe not right now, especially with travel and things like that. Mm -hmm. So during lockdowns and pandemics, a bit more difficult to do things. But maybe say to yourself, right, what can I do by the end of 2022? What can I achieve on this bucket list? Yeah. What can I go and make happen? 
Now, the challenge with bucket lists is they can be quite personal, which means that if you're allocating household funds to something, it can be quite difficult to feel like it's not selfish. But I guarantee mm-hmm. you, if you want to go and see the pyramids or something like that, mm-hmm. probably the people around you would enjoy that process. They'd yep. enjoy that journey. Yep. And actually, it would be a lot less selfish than you realized. And ultimately, a lot of the time we can throw in lots of excuses. Yep. We can make reasons as to why it can't happen. And then you've got to say to yourself, well, should it be in the bucket list in the first place? Mm-hmm. If it's not that important, if you're not willing to look at a little bit of sacrifice to make it happen, mm. and you're just hoping that the magic man in the sky or dumb luck allows you to be able to do something, but mm-hmm. was it actually something that meant something enough to you mm-hmm. to, to feel like it was a bucket list type activity versus something where you're actually willing to say, you know what, I'm going to give up a hundred pounds a month of my budget. Yep. To, to make, make it, it happen. happen. Yep. I think you've hit the nail on the head. Actually doing that process, you know, getting a bit of paper and writing things down, it's great to allow your brain that opportunity because a lot of time in our daily lives, we're going through so many routines and habits and other people wanting us and what we're used for. You're, you've got these creative powers for a reason that you can bring things to. And I also love the fact that when you start to actually ask yourself, what do you want on a daily basis or as part of a list, the world then will give you ways to make that happen because you're allowing your subconscious mind to fill opportunities that will make it happen. So for example, if we, we, we've got a new car recently, we were talking about that Mm -hmm. and it wasn't the goal to have a car by a set day, like the end of April, we must have a car, the end of March or whenever it was. It was more, we were open to seeing what right car might appear. And what we did first was we had a budget. So we went and got amount of money in the cash we'd been saving up. And then we went to say, okay, what is the best car that feels right in the experience? But And it ends up being one of our bucket list cars, if you like, for that reason. But write these things down, keep taxing your brain and allow it to know, okay, what do you truly want in this? And allow a little bit of selfishness so that it can come to light so you can see the opportunities happen. So didn't you have, I don't know whether it was from someone else or your own thing, but there was this kind of saying that you had was show me your budget and I'll show you your priorities. Yes, yes, exactly. That sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah, show me your budget and I'll show you your goals probably or something, your priorities. So and actually, if you look at bucket lists, for some people it will be, like you said, you Mm. know, you wanted a book in WH Smith and you want to be able to give certain changing amounts to charities and Mm -hmm. things like that. For some people it can be being mortgage free Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. owning a particular vehicle or whatever but again if you don't have space for those in your budget Mm -hmm. how important are they really Mm -hmm. so yes i've been mentioning like travel things or maybe activity base you know maybe you want to go to iceland or somewhere and go with some huskies on some (laughs) kind of trip it doesn't make a difference what it is even if it's even as simple as getting debt free that's a kind of bucket list thing and it wasn't obviously way back when before you had debt but now it becomes one of those goals Mm -hmm. well how are you allocating your money and your time Mm -hmm. to make that happen because ultimately if you're not focusing your money and attention on something specific Mm -hmm. then it won't look like much of a priority to me absolutely so i think there's there's got to be that focus on what you want to do 
with your life and yes. especially when it involves money and a lot of things do even if you want to do something quite small it's probably going to involve some kind of cash to get to somewhere yeah. or to do something to, to make it happen so where are you allocating that time and money mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think that that's one of the things that you focus on quite a lot in the budgeting it's about where that focus is mm -hmm, and demonstrating mm -hmm. it if you want to be a particular type of person or do particular things you've got to make space for it. So how, how do you focus that in your budget? I think it's all about, uh, budgets are highly personal and hopefully people get a sense of that when they watch my channel, but you, you simply have to strip back your budget, see what's there, but also where you're spending mindlessly on the things that aren't your goals. So very often, probably every month, we'll kind of look at our budget and say, well, actually, what's the focus for this month, right? So we are going to be mortgage-free very soon. We don't have any debts. We paid off all those debts. Our cars are completely bought outright. But that's because at the time, we made a focus for that goal. We invest, we give. And every month, we say, okay, so where's the priority in our life? And right now, I know that we're not thinking too much further than paying the mortgage off fully, investing in the business, investing in our quality of life. So you know how our health, our well-being is. But that's what you would do, is you would literally start and say, okay, if I've got this desire, can I set up a, a savings account and put a pound in it and actively put... And I, I'm always fascinated by stories of law of attraction, which is the fancy way of saying, you know, you become what you are. But they miss out that you need to take action towards it. So yes, there is special, you know, kind of scenarios that will happen and they'll be random. But often it's because you've taken an action towards it. It's almost like, I was reminded in the car this morning, um, Matt was driving me to go and get some bagels. Yeah. <laughs> I'd ordered some bagels from this famous Glasgow shop that you could go and collect them, right? They're, they're sold out for weeks. And I thought to myself, you know, the way that the world works or the, the way that I'm now understanding more and more is like, if I want something in my life, the oxymoron is that I need to give it out first. Like the complete opposite to me, you're, what you think deep down, you think, well, if I just want it enough, it's going to come to me, right? No, how it actually works is what are you going to do to then receive it, if you know what I mean? And it's not, you, that's the only way you get it, but you've got to almost like activate it coming towards you. And I think that's what's kind of bucket lists are. We think they're, these are these so far away dreams, but literally, okay, where is the one pound being saved or the five pounds being saved? You don't know if there's 10,000 pounds on its way to you, but what is now the focus that you're doing in it? Well, also, I think that when we have things on a bucket list, often it sits there as such a, a vague concept. Mm. We've got no idea what it takes. Oh, yes. And when you're talking about law of attraction, ultimately for me, all that is, is you open your eyes to opportunity. So Absolutely. it's not that things magically turn up, but you become tuned in mm, to mm. seeing how to make something happen. And then as opportunities arrive, then you you notice them more readily and mm -hmm. you're ready to act upon them. So let's say, for example, you want to go and walk the Great Wall of China. Right, yep. All right, so maybe your fitness isn't that great at the moment and you know it's going to take you a period of time, but you can't walk for more than an hour a day, really. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. struggle with that. Well, then you're going to need to learn how to walk a little Absolutely, bit more. Absolutely, right? exactly. So you can start doing that. That costs you nothing apart from a bit of time, but you can start to do that. And then you find out, right, well, how much is flights and accommodation and all the rest of it? Mm-hmm. You can work that out very easily. Mm -hmm. You can do a lot of research to find out how long such a journey would take yep. and how far it is and 
there's probably companies that already put through packages yep. of places to stay and everything else. If you find out how much it costs, mm -hmm. then you can put a timeline on how you can achieve it and, yeah, and when yeah. that might be that you can make it happen. Then you can build up an exercise routine that has you more capable of doing some walking. Mm -hmm. And suddenly this kind of dream in your head mm. is now grounded in reality. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. moment you know, right, it's going to cost me 8,000 pounds mm. and I'm going to need to be able to walk five hours a day mm -hmm. and cover whatever kind of distance over that course of time in order to get to decent stopping points. To, yep. So it doesn't yep. take me the best part of nine months to do I don't know how long the Great Wall of China is, by the way, so I've got no <laughs> idea how quickly you'd be able to walk it. You know, maybe you go for a segment of it, whatever it happens to be. But the point is, if you know what's required, you know what it takes, then your eyes have been opened mm. for the opportunity to actually make it occur. Yep. Suddenly it becomes more in the forefront of your mind. Suddenly you'll see that, oh, there's a competition for flights to China. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. potentially you're more likely to enter that yeah. than you would have been otherwise. Yep. So it's it's all about drawing attention to something and then making it that priority. There's so many times that people say, I want to do this, I want to do that. And again, it doesn't need to be bucket list. Mm. It can be as simple as paying off debt or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they're not putting the time and the focus and the little steps of action mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to make it happen. You mentioned us buying a car. Yes. So we paid off our cars um, a good few years ago. Yes. And we hadn't replaced either car since. Nope. Because the plan was when we next buy a car, we're going to do so with cash. And yes, we could have bought one sooner, but we had other priorities in between. But once we made it a priority, we made the money happen and we got the car. Mm -hmm. But we only had that money sitting there for the car because we decided that it was a priority. Absolutely. And therefore we siphoned that cash into a particular pot rather than allowing it to be used for this or that and kind of just in general funds mm -hmm. where it could disappear on random things we want to purchase. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's the key. It's about isolating these things that you want to achieve, working out what it requires and what it takes, yep. and then making sure that that thing gets nourished and gets the right attention. And also we, we understand the timelines so we can actually make it happen. Absolutely. So let's end. How would we go about making a bucket list, right? So Matt obviously felt inspired to, to challenge us all with this episode about thinking about it. I think I've been challenged. I didn't know the topic before we sat down. And uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go away and have a little journal, a little read, a little bit of me time and get things out that would benefit our lives and my life as well. So how do we go about creating a bucket list? First thing I would say is give yourself like literally some blank bits of paper, okay? And you can even, we've sometimes done this with the kids, created like a vision board idea or a dreams board. So maybe even on your phone or physical bits of paper cut out or look on the internet, things that you want to do, get a picture of them and put them somewhere, a collection. You know, you can have a Pinterest board if you like. Create something visually or written down that starts to make you feel excited about things you want to do and see and achieve. Feel like a kid. Some of the suggestions online um, where you know could you think about weird and wacky things so we are huge fans of tv series like the greatest race is that what it's called the greatest race something like that something yeah. like that the american one where they travel all around the world in teams yeah. and basically they go around all the world and the goal is that they win like a million dollars if they make it you know without getting eliminated so is there different things like that that you would like to do is you know would you like to go in a tut tut around india or whatever or um, would you like to 
run a marathon, like get specific and have fun with it. Other suggestions were, you know, put things that seem like you could achieve them right now. So have things that you could see yourself doing in the next year. Is it running a 5k? Is it bench pressing your body weight? Is it just meal prepping for an entire month? You know, have things that you believe you could do that would add value. And the next thing is keep this displayed. So have it somewhere that you can keep looking back on it. And it's kind of like when you're starting to be aware that you design your life. I have notebooks filled with ideas and and all this and the feeling is though I can see a progress happening so do that with your bucket list have things that you know okay I can try these this year when lockdown opens up I'm going to go to France and go to Disneyland or I'm going to go to Tokyo or I'm going to go you know wherever we're allowed start to name and then if you don't feel inspired by something scrub it off that list don't have it hanging over you anymore and I think it's a really nice thing particularly right now as we're coming out of lockdown maybe it's time that Matt we needed this little reminder to get excited about stuff that we can do again or we will be able to do soon I think the world will open up very soon before we realize see I've always got little things on my list (laughs) but most of them aren't in a must do they're in a kind of nice to do thing yeah but as I do certain things then I tick them off and then I add other things that are maybe in a similar ballpark or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think your idea of writing down things or having pictures of something is absolutely ideal. Mm -hmm. The next step with all of those is to actually write down, um, I guess, the factors which need to be ticked off in order to make it happen. So how much time do you need to make it happen? Mm -hmm. So if if you want to go and do something, a a particular walk, a particular journey, it's going to take a month, then you need to write down it takes a month. You need a month off of work to make that happen. Mm -hmm. For a lot of things, it's probably a lot less time. Maybe it's a trip to go somewhere and a lot of these things are maybe a week or even less. Mm -hmm. And then you also need to write down the monetary cost of it. So how much will it cost to make that thing happen? Mm -hmm. Research find out don't just look at flights look at accommodation the amount of time you need to spend there and actually package together what that's going to cost now Mm -hmm. whether the prices during a pandemic are reflective of what they are at other times i've got no idea i'm guessing that people are looking at taking bookings over the next couple of years so you should be able to get a fair price of what that is and then also what other factors do you need to take off Mm. so if you want to run the boston marathon Mm -hmm. the steps are well I need a bit of time to get to Boston and back and allow for um, time beforehand to get used to the time of day there. I also need to make sure I've got enough money to travel and fly to Boston and stay in Boston for a few days. But also, I can't run 5K, so how am I going to run a marathon? (laughs) Well, then I need to build up some marathon prep and get to a point and do that. So that's the kind of intangible other Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you need to also factor in. And for a lot of things, if you want to go and see the pyramids, for example... That's not going to have in another piece in it. Mm-hmm, it's purely mm-hmm. how much did it cost? And you know what? I probably need three days to go and do that. Mm-hmm. Now, more would be nice, but three days is enough. I can go, I can see the pyramids, I can do the thing, and I'm quite happy with it. So once you factor in all those, put those as part of your notes, and then you can start to prioritize. Mm-hmm. And then it works almost like clearing debt. Do you want to go for the cheapest and easiest and most convenient one first? So you get to tick off a few of these things you want to do and feel good about doing them? Mm-hmm. Or do you go for the things that appeal to you most and start off 
with the big guns mm -hmm. do you start off with one of the things that is most exciting and you feel like is going to be most fulfilling for you and you attack that one first and it may be the most challenging or most expensive but it might not be so that's that's what you need to work out for yourself but if you know what it takes to make something happen you're much more likely to make it happen and you don't want to be sitting there in 10 20 30 years time saying oh you know what I'd like to do this. <laughs> you know, after the back of this podcast and during us talking, you probably thought about some of these things that you'd like to do. You don't want it to still be sitting there in your thoughts in 30 years time. <laughs> That's not a way. You don't want to be waiting until you maybe got to shuffle around rather than walk at a decent pace. You know, you've got you to make sure that you've got your walking stick with you and everything else. <laughs> you want to make sure that you can do these things and experience them while you're in your prime, Absolutely. whilst you're capable. And also... I guess my final point to you about this would be, what's actually stopped you? Why couldn't you have done it three years ago? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What stopped you? What excuses, what obstacles have you had that have stopped you from doing these things? Because the answer for most people in most things is going to be, I didn't really make it a focus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if that's your only reason for not doing something in the past, mm. it's very easy to suddenly make these things happen in the future. Well, thank you so much for it. It's been an interesting podcast, definitely, Matt. I know you feel inspired. I think you've challenged us all. So that was definitely, um, I'm taking a lot from it and I, I hope you do too from listening. So if you have enjoyed this episode, we're getting close to that one year mark. Can you actually believe it? We're nearly at episode 52. I know we've got a little bit to go, but actually I will tease you slightly. In a couple of episodes that are coming soon that we're going to record, we're actually going to talk about how to make the next six months your best six months. Can you actually fit a year or two or three years worth of effort of work into the next six months ahead so that's coming in a couple of episodes and i think it's going to be really interesting so keep an eye out for that one down the line and also i think we're going to be waking up early and seeing <laughs> what's going on with that and seeing whether oh there's always podcast yeah, episodes to look forward well, to everyone right? talks about all of these famous people rich people that wake up early and stuff well you know what if i can make a million pounds by waking up really early in a week i don't think it works that way but you know what we'll, we'll let's talk about it exactly so if you have enjoyed today's episode episode as always we'd love if you'd hit subscribe it means that you get notified when we upload it's usually on a tuesday there's a new episode but of course keep an eye out for those and there's a back catalogue of 40 plus episodes that'll keep you going a good while put them on when you're doing the housework or going for a walk or doing the gym whatever you like so thank you so much for listening we'll speak to you very soon bye